Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode 7 of the Indoor Environmental Quality Podcast. I'm Chris White, a project manager with Win White Consulting Engineers in Baton Rouge. So, Major League Baseball teams have started spring training, so this is my favorite time of year. It's back again, and that is baseball season. I love baseball. I loved it when I was a kid, loved playing it, and I, I love watching it. And so, um, Baseball season to me is pretty much just the best time overall, all year. And so today, in this episode, we're going to talk about how mold and Major League Baseball are related. And yeah, I'm serious. If you visit our blog, you'll see that I have two recurring themes when I write about mold problems. And the first, ironically, is recurrence. Mold problems often come back if we only clean up the mold and we don't correct what caused the original problem. The second recurring theme is that most of our mold-related work occurs between Major League Baseball season's opening day and the end of the World Series, so uh, about the 1st of April and to the end of October every year. That's when we get most of our calls on mold-related projects. So soon we're going to have daylight savings time come back. And that means longer days, more sunshine, hotter weather, a, a great time of year because we can get out and enjoy the sun and, and do lots of fun things outside. But that also means that at least here where, where I live in Louisiana, we're going to run our, our air conditioners wide open until sometime mid-November. And so during that time, we're going to start seeing mold problems. Now, the, the key thing to remember is that mold problems go hand in hand with moisture issues. So if, if you have a, a water problem, if you have a mold problem, and if you don't find what that so, the source of the moisture is or what caused it, and if you don't correct that problem, you may get to play what I call a mold remediation doubleheader. So you, you, you see mold. You see water stained materials, whatever it is, you clean it up, get a contractor to come in and do a bunch of work. You, you replace the, the stained sheetrock or the, the moldy ceiling tiles and do some testing even. But if you don't find what the cause was and correct the cause of that moisture problem, then at some point later, whether it's, whether it's a month later, six months later, a year later, two years, whatever it is, you, you might have to do the same thing over and over again. And I don't know anybody that, that wants to go through that. So um, I like to quote the, the late, great Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks, one of the great shortstops in Major League Baseball history and for sure one of the greatest Cubs ever to play. Um, he was known for saying, let's play two. And that's baseball. He always liked to play a doubleheader. He was always up for playing another game. but. No one wants to repeat mold remediation, and, and that's because that just involves more aggravation, time, and money. So although I'm glad when, when baseball season comes back, building owners don't want mold to return. They don't want mold season to come back. And mold season, you know, again, runs from about baseball opening day to about the end of the World Series, at, at least here in our area. In, in the in the south uh, uh, southern United States, so once temperatures start going up, 
lowering the thermostat like we do here because I mean we're going to run our we're going to run our air conditioning uh, that can exacerbate these moisture and mold problems and of course that can also increase our energy bill so what happens here a lot of times is we see a lot of the problems where when it gets hot when it gets into that hot time of the year we get a lot of those afternoon thunderstorms that show up they dump a ton of rain and then leave a really hot and humid environment afterwards that when you go outside it feels like you're you're in a steam room and so okay well that's that's the weather and so you might ask all right well what does that have to do with how does that cause a mold problem or or why would that be a problem you just you just run the air conditioner and and that's it well most of our buildings are under negative air pressure with respect to outside so what happens is we by the by the way we build and run our buildings whether it's whether it's the the roof the windows the walls and then the mechanical system those parts of our buildings make up make up the entire building obviously but but those things interact and so the the mechanical system or your air conditioner your heater that interacts with how we construct uh, the building enclosure, we call it, the, the roof, the walls, the windows. And it's all a system. And so you have, you have, you have a, a building enclosure system and then you have a mechanical system, but these systems make up the bigger system, our building. And so what happens is, depending on where we locate things, like our mechanical rooms and our air conditioning, and whether or not we actually blow air into our buildings or if we have our mechanical system sitting in a mechanical room somewhere and we we actually draw air from outside into our buildings that can have a really big effect on what happens with air movement and with the moisture movement in that air as it as it moves into and then throughout the rest of our building so for for our buildings probably 90% of our buildings are actually under negative pressure whether whether they're designed and intended to be that way or not that's that's a that's a discussion for a different show uh we can we can debate that and certainly if you if you want to learn more about that or hear more about it or my take um hit me up with some comments or send me an email or something and we can discuss it or if if you would like to hear about this in a in a future show um definitely let me know and we can cover it in more detail. But what ends up happening is for our buildings that are under negative pressure, whether whether we intend them to be under negative pressure or or they just are, what happens is the outside air comes into our buildings. We we make that happen by virtue of the way we build and run our mechanical systems, the air conditioner, the heater, whatever it is. So on the surface, that's that's actually a good thing. We need to have fresh air come into our buildings to have a good indoor environment. Otherwise, it would get it'd get pretty nasty in our buildings, and actually the air quality would be bad, and um, bad things can happen. If, you know, if you remember that scene from the movie Apollo 13 where uh, the astronauts are, are, are in the spacecraft and their carbon dioxide is going up. You can have things like that actually happen in buildings where uh, you don't you don't notice any odor problems. You don't notice 
any kind of temperature related problems or anything like that. It doesn't, everything seems to be okay, but even elevated carbon dioxide can cause indoor air quality problems. So we need to have good fresh air inside our buildings. So bringing, bringing fresh air into our buildings, that's a good thing. But we run into problems in hot, humid climates like ours anyway, or where, where I live, when we have hot, wet air that comes into our buildings and then that air runs into a cold surface. So what, what happens is the air just comes on in and it goes wherever it's going to go, which is, which is fine. But the moisture that's in that air can actually, it, it will contact a cold surface. And if, and if it's cold enough and if there's enough temperature difference between the, between the, the air moisture mixture and then whatever that cold surface is, you can have condensation. So it's just like, you know, if you have a, um, you have a, a, a glass of ice water or you're, whatever, you're drinking a Coke or something like that and you let it sit out, a lot of times there'll be condensation on the outside of the glass. And that's, that's because of the kind of phenomenon that I'm describing. And so whenever you have moisture on the outside of your glass, that might be just kind of a, a minor irritation. You grab a napkin or a paper towel and you wipe off that, wipe off that water and you, you keep on drinking your water, or your Coke or whatever it is. But if you have condensation on a building material or on a building surface, that water's got to go somewhere. And sometimes our mechanical systems can actually go back and pick up that water and handle it mechanically, so turn it back into vapor and then, and then deal with it. But a lot of times, unfortunately, what happens is uh, the water will find its way to sheetrock or to ceiling tile or other kind of materials that are uh, not moisture tolerant. And so they get water damaged. And then a lot of times you can have mold growth that results from that unless we're super careful or unless we clean it up really quickly. And, you know, this is not just limited to hot, humid climates, but it's very common here. That's why a lot of times, especially during summer, you'll read stories about some sort of mold problem in buildings here. So uh, I mentioned common problems are ductwork condensation. Uh, this is a classic thing that we run into in what I call mold season, you know, during, during generally speaking baseball season, this can lead to moldy sheetrock and ceiling tiles. So we see that a lot. So if we fix that window leak or building pressurization problem, whatever it is that, that's giving you fits, we can correct the cause of the moisture problem and we only have to clean up mold one time. I mean, if, if you're going to do it, if you're going to take the time, spend the money, if you have to hire somebody, you have to hire a remediation contractor, you have to hire somebody like us, to, to come in to do testing, get all the, the analytical work from the lab done, do it just one time if you can, uh, because that way you just, you only have to take that time and spend that money one time. Now, uh, I think given the time of year, you know, as I'm recording this, it's, it's almost the end of February. Um, it's a good time to look at how you manage mold and moisture issues. So instead of letting those problems manage you, so what I mean by that is a lot of, a lot of building owners that, that we know, they'll, they'll call us and we go do the same remediation project every year. We do the same set of sampling every year 
and, and all of that. And and don't get me wrong, I I mean we we do mold projects for money. We 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 take air samples and write reports and all of that for money. But let's just do it one time on your project. Unfortunately, some building owners don't have that choice, and so they have to keep putting a Band-Aid on problems, and they have to keep doing the same project over and over and over again until really the, the pain of dealing with it gets so great that they finally say, okay, look, we have got to fix this problem, and then you do it once and for all. But that's not every time. So if you can, find out what the problems are, do the remediation, do the cleanup, and then and then fix that problem, and then hopefully it never comes back again. That that's pretty pretty much the best outcome besides not having the mold problem in the first place. But right now, even though it's early in the year, it's it's a good idea to have what I call your own spring training for mold. So when the weather goes from hot to cold, many of these problems seem to go away until next year. But then they come back. Well, now it is next year, and some of these problems are going to start coming back. So a really good question to start with is what kind of recurring problems have you had at your home or business? And are they tied to certain climate patterns or, or are they, they tied to certain times of the year? And so if you can, make sure you're taking a proactive approach to your mold and moisture problems. And I really believe that developing and implementing what we call a, a proactive moisture management plan is a great idea because it'll help you get out in front of whatever mold and moisture problems you're going to have instead of being being behind the curve and always being kind of in a in a reactive mode when it comes to to dealing with mold and moisture. So if you do that, uh, hopefully you'll have uh, you'll avoid these problems altogether, and then you'll have more time to listen watch, or even go to some more baseball games, which is a plus, especially in the summertime, at least as far as, as far as I'm concerned. So if I can help, help you solve a mold problem, or if you're a Cubs fan like me and you just want to talk baseball, send me an email at cwhite@winwhite.com, or visit our website. It's www.winwhite.com. Or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at chriswhitepe. I'll have a link to uh, all of my email, our website. I'll have that all in the show notes. Uh, But I hope you all have a great spring and summer. I hope you get to enjoy baseball season or whatever it is that you like to get outside when it's this time of year and do. But please leave us a review and comments on iTunes or whatever podcast player you use. And also send us any ideas you have for show topics and we'll get right on them. Thanks for listening.